Now, as we continue in our Living Free series this week, we learned yesterday in worship the way the Lord asked Aaron to place the Lord's blessing upon the people. Now, this is Monday, June 21st. This is week three of our series. Now, this reveals to us God's default position or disposition regarding his people. The researcher John Gottman has done an amazing amount of study of marriage. He's observed thousands of couples and the way they interact with each other. He says that couples can have one of two default perspectives of each other. He calls these sentiment overrides. That means there is a sentiment or feeling that overrides the others, a sort of default position with which that person sees his or her spouse. Spouses can have have either a negative sentiment override or a positive one toward each other. You say, well, what does this mean? Well, in positive sentiment override, Actions are not seen as negative and therefore not taken personally or negatively. So the person's spouse may do something hurtful or thoughtless, but because of the positive sentiment override, it's interpreted as a a one-off or them just having a bad day. But if the spouse has a negative sentiment override, Even if the spouse does or says something positive, it will be interpreted negative. Yes, they did something good, but they only did this to make me feel guilty or to score points in our relationship. And so this sentiment actually distorts what the spouse did so that everything is perceived as negative. Now, the positive sentiment override means the spouse can hardly do anything wrong. And the negative sentiment override means the spouse cannot do anything right. So the way you look at your spouse largely determines how you interpret his or her actions. Now, we might wonder how God views us, what he thinks of us. Many places in the book of Numbers, we're told that God has a positive sentiment override toward his people. Now, that doesn't mean they can't disappoint the Lord but that he's determined to love them through each episode and chapter. Even his discipline is meant to restore them as a people, to keep them close to him. Now, here's our text for today. Numbers 8, verse 1 to verse 4. Now, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and say to him, When you set up the lamps, the seven lamps shall give light in front of the lampstand. And Aaron did so. He set up its lamps in front of the lampstand as the Lord commanded Moses. And this was the workmanship of the lampstand, hammered gold from its base to its flowers. It was hammered work according to the pattern that the Lord had shown Moses. So he made the lampstand. Now, we may find it strange that God gave the high priest Aaron instructions about something as mundane as turning on the lights inside the sanctuary. But these passages reveal the heart of God toward the people of God. First, that seven-lamp lampstand that looks like a giant bouquet of flowers is the picture of God as the giver of life to his people, and really to the whole universe. 
And that light is meant to shine as the text tells us. But why forward? Why does the direction matter? Well, nearby is another piece of furniture called the table of the presence. And on the table, there are 12 loaves of bread. These are called the showbread. They are there to represent the people of God before the face of God at all times. And that bread was refreshed regularly, the old bread given to the Levites to enjoy as food. The loaves were stacked on that table in two piles, and the table was made of solid gold. The light of the lamp shined upon this table all the time. Yes, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. What does this mean? Here's one of those symbols of positive sentiment override from God. His light, the light of life, was always shining upon the people. It was a statement of the Lord's favor and that the Lord was always giving life to his people. It's a beautiful picture of blessing, the sign of the Lord's love and favor. Now let's go back to Gottman for a moment. Remember what he discovered about couples that had a positive sentiment override? Gottman said that being in this state includes admiration, affection, fondness, and love. It requires a deep emotional connection. Isn't that beautiful? It's a beautiful thing when couples are able to share this and they see past the negative events that come between them because of their love for each other. Well, this is what the Lord has with his people. He loves Israel with an everlasting love. Indeed, it is depicted by the light of life, the light of God always shining on his people. And this is what God wants his people to know. He is for them. They are his. They are secure in him. Yes, he may discipline them to train them or correct them, but he will never leave them or forsake them. And this is exactly what we have in Jesus, a love that never fails and a security that can never fade. Let's pray. Lord God, teach us your way of love that we might love you as you love us, and this love might be swept into all of our relationships. Thank you for caring for us, whether we shine or fall, whether we fail or achieve. You're always faithful, and we trust in you. In the name of Jesus, amen.